0: Hey, it's your boy O.G. Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Ramp Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn. Yes, 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 we are back on another episode of the Let Burn Ramp Podcast. It's exclusively on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so many different other retail spots where you can listen to this podcast. I'm your host, O.G. Bernie. And let's break it down right now. Strictly on the football tip today, I'm going to talk about the NFC and the AFC the divisional rounds. You seen, the, you heard the conference, or you heard, you heard the wild card. Yeah, it was a little crazy, but um, let's, let's break it down to the nitty gritty right now on this divisional round because there's a lot of stuff I didn't see coming. One, and sadly, I'm gonna say I'm. It's a spoiler alert. No road team won. No road team one in the divisional rounds. All the teams that was waiting for these wildcard winners to come up in the ranks, they hold serve at home, they defended at home. Each one had a different take on surviving. So let's break it down. I was gonna yeah, I'm gonna shop it up into four. Just like I normally do right now. I don't wanna even make this a, a long segment. So let's break this down once and for all. Let's get with the first game that was taken care of. The Rams going into the... The Rams hosting the Cowboys. And... The Rams could not be stopped. Now, I already told you... I, I, I picked the Rams to win by 10 because... Well, I don't even like the Cowboys. But I do like... There's two people I like in that team. And... For the last three years, these two has really... You know... they really grown to me. in Ezekiel, Elliott, and... Uh, Dak Prescott. Those two has really grown to me. I'm really liking how, especially you know, in this day and age in the NFL right now, if you have like a you know, a good running back, quarterback, you know, they both come to the draft together. They both able to do some magic together. It's, a, it's, a, it's good. It's good. You can see the you know, the connection that these two bring. Especially when you got a fantastic running back as, you know, as Zeke. And Zeke is a dope running back. He is powerful. He's definitely a top five running back, if not top two. After, you know, LaDave, I think LaDave, I think La, I'm Bell. But he ain't played this season, so he's number one. And with Kareem Hunt gone, yeah, I think Zeke is number one. And maybe the best running back in football right now. He's just a, he's just a, he just can't be stopped. And then you mix him with that Prescott The question was How can he take his, how can he elevate his game? And He's went from a, you know, a manager To more and more Of a, elite QB He's, he's only, he's, he's been 8-1 ever since the trade with Amari Cooper And He's played lights out up to that point Now, you go against the Rams the Rams are one of the highest scoring teams in the football, period. They mixed with a, a MVP candidate every year, Todd Gurley. It seemed like either Todd Gurley's going to run for a touchdown, or he's going to catch the football for a touchdown. Gurley can't be stopped. Ever since mcveigh has been the head coach, which is his second year now, Jared Goff has looked like he's been lights out. He's looked more and more like the number one pick they drafted. Unlike his first year when he was under Jeff, Jeff Fisher, And this, you know, the defensive on the defensive side for the Rams, they're able to hold down. They're able to hold down people. They're able to hold down people. They can shut down the run. They can shut down the pass. Either way, they can probably shut down both at the same time. The Rams, on paper, can't be stopped. What happened in this game? They shut down Zeke. They said, all right, fine. We're going to either shut down Zach, or we're going to shut down Zeke. They shut down Zeke. Now, Zach Prescott, he had a solid, he had an okay game. Listen, I'm not going to take nothing from him. But they forced, they forced Zach Prescott to throw the ball. They said, you know what, we're going to stop the run because that's our greatest, that's our greatest issue for us, other than you passing the ball. They wasn't scared of Dak Prescott. They said, all right, fine. We'll let you throw for 230 yards. We don't care. That's how, that's how but they they made him, they they made him scared. They made Dak Prescott scared. They made him scared to throw the ball. And quite frankly, they wasn't, they was ready for Dak Prescott. There was more so ready for, you know, Ezekiel Elliott. That's why they shot him down to 42 yards on about what, almost 20 carries? This day were ready for Zeke. Their game plan was to stop Zeke Elliott at all costs. They'll take their chances with Dak Prescott. They said fuck it, you know what? Throw the ball, but we'll they the ball we'll see if you can even get your receivers. And for a tremendous amount in this whole game, Dak just looked like a uh, that look, that, that did not look like the same guy that was doing all those magics when this team went 8-1 with Amari Cooper. Hell, Amari Cooper was almost like a non-factor in this game anyway. This team rattled Dak Prescott. Zeke Elliott couldn't do anything. The defense just, the defense stopped him. Even when he was trying, even when he was trying to get, even on a receiver and he couldn't do anything. But, it's just, it was, it's just, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just, a bad, it was a bad game for Zeke. Zeke could not do anything right, <coughs> and um, the question is, what do you do with this team? Now the Rams, listen, the Rams won thirty to twenty-two. So don't let, not because the score sounds close. This game was not close at all. This game was already over by the fourth already. So let's not let's, let's not be you know thinking that it was a close game. No, it wasn't a close game. Cowboys started coming back late, but that was already too late already. Rams handled their job. They handled their business. Two run, two. Jared Frizzo, But this how. That's how bad Jared Goff played in this game. I I believe he only threw the ball 16 times. He only threw the ball 16 times for about, what, 166 yards? Derrick Garth didn't even give you his whole arsenal. He didn't even blow up that what we all thought he was going to do to beat this Cowboys. Todd Gurley went over 100 yards. 111, if I'm not mistaken. You know what else happened in that game that was shocking? Two running backs in that same team going over 100 yards. CJ Motherfucking Anderson. First of all, I haven't heard this catch since the Denver Broncos days, and that wasn't that long ago, when he was with Peyton Manning and a bunch of those guys that was around that team. I believe they made it to the Super Bowl twice. They won one, lost one, whatever. CJ Anderson. He brought, he rewound back the goddamn clock, and went off for 137 yards. I was like, what the hell is this? This Cowboys defense, you know, the same defense we was talking about shutting down the run, you know, all these good, these good type of linebackers, these bits and pieces on the this team that can hold down a run, one of the best run-stuffing defensive team in all of football. They did not stop nobody. They didn't stop nobody. When I seen the numbers of Jared Goff, it was either one or two things. Either Jared Goff didn't need the further ball, or still, oh, the Cowboys stopped him. He didn't need a further ball in that whole game. It was so easy. That defense was so easy, they just ran all the way down the cowboys' throat. That was embarrassing. And highly pathetic. Cowboys had no answers on defense to stop him. Office wasn't give Offense couldn't even. Stay on the field long enough to make the plays against the Rams defense. Jared Goff was just like, oh, okay, well, you definitely couldn't stop Ty Gurley. It's clear you can't even stop CJ Anderson, so why do I have to run the ball? And he, he's 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 Marvin. He's probably the most calm QB. Also, he's also more. He's also now most Q, the most biggest only QB right now is going to be relaxed into the conference finals out of the whole the other four, which I will talk about later on. But he's he ain't really have to do much. He ain't have to throw the ball thirty times. No. He threw it about sixteen times and let the rest of and let this offense, you know, run through these two running backs. Which is which like I said, don't really matter to me. You know, I'm not shit when you got when you got when you got a game like that between these two right now, you don't really have to do anything with the ball. You can let them run off of fifty attempts split it 25 a piece and let them go off for 100 yards or more if that's how this is going if this is how the Rams are going to play absolutely I do not see no team stopping the Rams because now you made them more you made them more dangerous right now we got two running backs doing what they're doing right now and that's without a QB even trying to go off now let a QB go off yes that's, that's over I, I, the Rams could win the Super Bowl it's not even no it's not even no if and's a buts. The Rams could definitely win the Super Bowl just off the strength of what just happened. Yeah, golf didn't even have to go off yet. And yet this team won big. As I said, don't let the score don't let the score fool you. This game was already over since the fourth quarter when they were getting, when Cowboys were already getting blown up. <laughs> that's that's a word called respect. And the Rams versus the Rams respect them enough not to be not to kill them. But the fact that they can, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna they could turn it back on and the score could have been bigger than what it was. The Cowboys should be ashamed of themselves. That defense did not and couldn't stop this cowboy. Not well, sorry, not cowboy, this Ram offense. Offensive line gotta be given so much credit on the Rams side right now. So is the defensive line for the Rams. They, 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 all phases, listen, the shock pot was the two running backs, both of them going over 100 yards, I didn't even think they had another running back that can do that, and I didn't think CJ Anderson was even still playing in the NFL, I haven't heard from him since the Broncos, so, the fact that he was able to go off, and he led the team in rushing and running yards too, I was shocked, I was definitely shocked, and I don't think, and that's definitely, that's not going to be the last shocking part of this whole, Division around, there was a lot more shocking parts in a few other games that happened also. But in this game, this was, this was a beatdown. So tip off to the defensive line for the Rams and the offensive line for the Rams. Both of them was able to do what they had to do. You stopped Ezekiel Elliott. You made that Prescott a pedestrian because that's what he was. He was a pedestrian. You kind of, you kind of locked down the receivers for the most part. And on the offensive side, your offensive line gave broke the way for your running backs to just run well on this weak defense. The Cowboys wasn't even close to a weak defense. In fact, they was like top ten defense, if not top five. The fact that the Rams were able to just run past them shows they was not planning. They was not planning to be facing the Rams. I'm sorry, they had they had, I'm pretty sure they had their hearts and hopes destined to face the Saints again, and that would have been a favorable matchup against the Saints because. Everybody knows Drew Brees it has not been Drew Brees Ever since he faced the Cowboys the last time but at the same but Eagles won so well there you go Oh, well now you gotta face the Rams and the Rams ain't the Saints Rams wasn't not playing around I, I'm, I'm gonna say I, I give the Rams Between them and the Saints I think the Rams got a better defense than the Saints I think the Rams got a better defense than almost everybody in this whole playoff so they they wasn't they were they wasn't gonna play around with no type of effery, and they just they they, they stopped the best guy on the Cowboys, and you and you have to you take your best guy out. The Cowboys are nowhere that skilled after Ezekiel Elliott, and they shot him down to 42 yards. They tell Dak Br- Prescott to throw the ball if you want to, and Dak Prescott threw the ball. His receivers then catch it. What that mean? What that means altogether? Rams are taking the trip up to the NFC conference. Now will they go at where they stay at home against the Eagles or will they fix the Saints? I'll explain in I will explain in the next clip. Well two clips later. I wanna talk about the AFC first and then get to the next one. As for the Cowboys, where do the Cowboys go? Do you fire Jason Garrett now? He got you a win against the Seahawks. Y'all yeah, but it's a full win for a long time. It's been about 20 years since they've been to the conference finals, let alone the Super Bowl. He's been head coach for, for 10 years right now. So many losing, so many heartbreaks, so many, so many, just so many issues right now. You wonder is it time for him to wrap it up? If it's time to just say, okay, that's quite enough. You gotta get rid of you. Anything to say? Anything? I don't know. I. Who knows? You may, it makes you wonder. Does is anybody gonna just say, you know what, Jerry Jones get rid of him? And Jerry Jones probably won't get rid of Jason Garrett. He's gonna probably say Jason Garrett wasn't the reason. And other people's gonna say, yeah, he was the reason. He did not prepare this Cowboys team to beat the Rams. Defensively, they don't look like they were ready for them. I'm pretty sure it was the Saints they have been ready. So, I don't know why not the Cowboys. Well, so much for my upset pick. I really thought the Colts was going to go into Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City and make the upset against the Chiefs in a high-scoring game. The only problem is the Chiefs were the one throwing the high-scoring game on everybody. And the Colts had no answers. The Colts got spanked, I think it was thirty-one to seventeen at least. And you and that game this game was not even close. The game was already over by the first half. The Chiefs kept scoring, the Colts didn't have no answers. Wherever this defense for the Chiefs has been all this season, they stepped up in a big way. And eh, this was bad. This was bad. I didn't see this coming at all. And I, yeah, I, it's, 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 it's crazy at the end of the day how bad the score was. It's like the hit couldn't be stopped on all cylinders, and they they toned it down in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. But nonetheless, the Colts had so many opportunities to take the league. It's not, I don't know, it, it, it's it's kind of it's just shit's bad all around, and the fact that you know this shit went down the way it did. I don't know this was bad uh, bad 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 um, listen the Chiefs the Chiefs gotta give Chiefs the credit they they handled they did their thing they handled their business they did what you know what was expected the Colts didn't do the thing the Colts got the, annihilated at this point what I was same thing I was talking about with the whole Rams and Cowboy game. Don't let the score the score might look close, but overall, it wasn't close. Not even close. Not even close to the to the fifth power, and it was just sad. It was it was just sad, and. Um, i i'm trying to find the courage to say i i was wrong and I was definitely wrong in this point because I was really expecting some type of on onslaught i, I you know, this was I, this was another game I was I was surprised of just like I said in the rams game I was surprised that you know two running backs from the rams was able to just run all over you know run all over the cowboys and now I'm surprised that shit the Colts didn't even muster points. This was this was this was just this, this was pathetic by the coats. The Colts had this in the bag and the coats failed to secure the bag. They messed up tremendously. And it 31 to 13 is horrible. Pretty much in the. Pretty much in the first half, you score twenty-four points. The fact that you didn't do this team did not do anything. Andrew Luck was nineteen to thirty-six for two hundred and three yards. Nineteen of thirty-six, he had no help. His running back, who's been going off the last couple weeks, got shut down to nine attempts to forty-six yards. T. Y. Hilton shut down. You pretty much so the fact that the Chiefs team was able to shut down the run and the pass is amazing. And Patrick Mahomes, then you have to throw a touchdown in this game in his first and this in his first ever postseason game as a starter. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he didn't throw an interception. Patrick Mahomes was just a regular guy, just managing the game. I think for young guys also when it and you get into the playoffs as young as, as young as as young as Patrick Mahomes is right now. You know, he of all the touchdowns he threw this season, he was a game manager at this point. He didn't have to do much. You had Williams right now, who's not better than Hunt, but at the same time, he can give you some type of work. Twenty-five carries, I mean, 29 yards. He ran the ball like nothing. You had you had you had a solid running game. Tariq Hill running for a touchdown on the little flip screen for 36 yards. He like I said, He's electric once he gets down the field. The other Williams going for a touchdown. And yeah, Patrick Mahomes running for a touchdown. So right there, you from you, four rushing touchdowns <coughs> was needed. So he ran. The Chiefs ran the ball for four touchdowns. Four rushing touchdowns. All of them could have been passing touchdowns also, but we'll let it go. It just. The Chiefs can score on bushes and it didn't stop. Overall, Colts had no type of answer at all. Kelsey went off, like said, Hill, 100 yards combined with him. Sammy Watkins, they got back right now. And defensively, what? Defensively, three sacks. They got three sacks on Andrew Luck, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure, and a lot more pressure. Whew. What can I say about it? This was, this was not, this was, a, this was just a beatdown. of epic proportion. The Colts was not ready. And it's clear that they weren't ready because... They destroyed the Colts in all phases of the game. Offensively, the Colts, the Colts couldn't do anything. You already saw, I already told you, Andrew Luck was just rattled. Three sacks, a lot of pressure on him, and it was pressuring him from just every corner, almost as if he wasn't mentally ready for what was going to happen. You know, we talked about the game last week against the Texans where I felt like he was going to get them over. He got them over. the offense that this team had, especially the defense that the Colts had, the Colts had, I felt like they were more better team all around than Chiefs. The fact that the this team didn't look like that and they just ran daylights all over the Colts. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was wrong. The Chiefs and now especially now you, you got past maybe your biggest obstacle was the Colts compared to the you know the next team they got faced right now. Honestly, I feel like the Chiefs right now. I feel like if the Chiefs got past this win, because it's been a, it's been decades since they've been to the AFC Championship. So the fact that they got past this stage right now is almost, especially now that they got home fill again. I don't feel like I don't feel like they can be stopped. Now maybe this next team I talk about later on. In my last segment maybe could counteract that but who knows I just know the Chiefs had no answers whatsoever. the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs had all the answers and it was going by Patrick Mahomes throwing for touchdowns all four of these touchdowns in the 31 to 13 beatdown was all rushing touchdowns so you had to look at Williams running for he ran for daylight Patrick Mahomes rushing for a touchdown Tariq Evans a, a a design, a design run by him going doing what he normally does best. Once because he, he he's the fastest receiver in football. Nobody's touching him, and he ran for 36 yards. Nobody was touching him. He had 100 combined yards with a touchdown. So he he had he did his day. Travis Kelsey was the man for the hour, catching everything that Patrick Mahomes gave to him. Sammy Watkins is back, so he he did what he had to do. And defensively, this might be the best defensive game that the Chiefs had all season. Really putting this team down when it matters the most. The crowd out there, this Man, is electrifying in Arrowhead. And they were able to really put the beat down on this Colts team. I was surprised. As I said, I was highly shocked. I thought the Colts was going to get in there. That Andrew Luck was going to handle his business. And that's about it automatically this game was already over since the first quarter when they, when the Chiefs is up 14-0. Colts got a touchdown they cut it in half. Chiefs responded again throwing 10 points. It was now 24-7. You're now wondering okay what's gonna happen? Nothing happened. They wasn't able to score a touchdown in the third quarter. Chiefs again tacked on another touchdown and that was it. So the, you know, any type of momentum that could have happened by this team didn't happen. The coast was shut down. Andrew Luck sacks three times. I'm surprised he ain't not throw an interception in his game the way he was throwing the ball. His receivers ain't catching it. Andrew Luck is throwing the ball in so many different directions. You don't even know was his mind even there right now. I'm surprised he, he didn't leave out with a concussion the way the Chiefs was trying to hit him. This was an overall. Game by the Sheeps. Maybe their best game of the whole season, if you think about it. Offensively and defensively, this was a best well-rounded game for this team. Patrick Mahomes, they didn't need Patrick, they didn't need Patrick Mahomes to be Superman this time around. Just like the whole just like I said with Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, he was just a he was pretty much a pedestrian also. Not from pedestrian numbers because he flew 278 yards but as far as we, we didn't need to use you that much today. We were good. You, you, know, you can sit back, relax, enjoy, drink some tea, do whatever you want to do. You know, as I, like I said, when we talk about Jeff Golf, Jeff Golf he was only 486 yards. Jeff Goff didn't have to do much. He had CJ Anderson and he had Todd Garely. As far as This was bad. This was a bad game, all around for this coach team, and rightfully so. The coach, they knew they had they had this. As if you exploit the defense, and as like I said, and they read, you give him some time. He's gonna he's gonna definitely exploit you, and especially after bye weeks. Also, you know, and this team had a bye. Andy Reid don't lose at all when it comes to bye weeks. In fact, I believe he's 13 and 0 after a bye. So he w- so the fact that he was able to p- he, he game planned this to the T after the Colts beat the Texans, knowing that this was going to be the team that he had to face, and the Colts wasn't ready. The, the Colts thought that they was going to be they was going to be able to run down this team like they ran down the Texans, and no. Uh, the Chiefs wasn't that type of wasn't that type of mood today. They were trying to prove everybody wrong, and they proved everybody wrong. So, tips off to the Chiefs. They had one hell of a game. They really truly beat down this Colts team like it was nothing. The Colts had no answers, and right now, the Colts right now they need to fix their running back situation. They need they need a running back. They need a running back. Offensively, you, you need off you need you need more pieces on your offensive line to, to open a pose for whoever's going to be the running back. Defensively. What can I say? What can I say defensively about the Colts? They, they, I think they need help. They need to stop the run. They couldn't stop the run. You need, you need, you need somebody in our defensive line that can help you in order to stop the run because that right there, that's not gonna cut it. You got too far just to be beating up like this. The Chiefs, they home, they host a home game right now. Automatically, the Chiefs is gonna be heavy favorites, but we can worry about that after we get through this round or the rest of the segments. So, Chiefs win 31-13, beat down, damn. Let me say this, I just wanna clear this out the way. I'm proud of the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm proud that, you know, despite everything that was going against them, despite the injuries, despite constant wins getting hurt again, This team managed to find a way to still pull it out and make one hell of a run in the playoffs Yeah, even though you might call it mediocre run, however you want to call it, they made a run You can only just tip your hat and salute to them for even getting far and I believe they could have got a little bit more further If they could have just held on in the final seconds just to get past the Saints this team is who I thought the Eagles are, just uh, 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 a scavy team with veteran leadership and championship experience, and they had championship experience. They are still to defend the defending champions, so I was I was shocked that this was the score, 20 to 14. Highly shocked because like I said I was I was hoping that Eagles would win, but if I had to take the bias out of it, I was looking at the Saints that destroyed them again, like they did about a month and a half ago. Different QB, Carson. You know, Carson Wentz ain't Nick Foles. Nick Foles definitely ain't Carson Wentz. And Nick Foles, for all intents and purposes, he he played like he he played like he was the Super Bowl MVP again. The numbers don't show it because of you know you know they just don't show it. I'm sorry, the numbers don't show what he was able to accomplish. You know, and he struggled. He definitely struggled. But you know what? That was in the end of the game. 14-0 14 to zero in the first quarter. The Eagles is up out of nowhere. They jumped out the gates. Now, granted, the Saints had a bye week, so nobody was. So we we automatically assume that this was, you know, this was what it was. They have they was out, off rust. I'm pretty sure a lot of their players had rust because, and not just that one week they was off. It was pretty much a like two weeks because most of the players they they called it in against the Panthers when the Panthers pretty much had nothing to play for after, they had that epic losing streak, and seeing Cam Newton get hurt. So, they, the Saints melded in already for the last two, three weeks already before this game. So, a lot of these plays wasn't in sync. And it took a lot of time before they can get themselves back into the rhythm. Now, defensively on the Eagles, they was able to do what they had to do, shut down the team they know they can shut down. This, this, and this Eagles defense, The Eagles' defense could have been maybe the best defense in football if they wanted to. If they was healthy, if everybody was there, everybody was not there. Everybody was hurt. Freak accidents, freak injuries. Everybody wasn't healthy enough. Where we could have seen the Eagles definitely beat up everybody on the in NFC East. I'm pretty sure they could have definitely won that division in in NFC East if they were all healthy. This is a well balanced team, and I feel like they're still the best team in that division. Injuries, injuries happen. And the Cowboys got on the hot streak. You saw the Giants, who they were. Giants wasn't a good team. The Redskins are mediocre, and therefore, lucky enough, they survived because of the Bears knocking out the Vikings. And they made it into the playoffs, and they returned the favor by beating up the Bears. Um, yeah, they beat the Bears. They 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 beat the Bears. We can we can we can remove that whole Corey McKee kick, you know, even though I think. We're gonna, everybody's going to still blame him for that. It was rule a block kick. It was rule a block kick. So in a way, it was kind of saving his ass on his job because I'm pretty sure he would have lost his job. But nonetheless, I am proud of this team. I am proud of what they was able to accomplish. And that's it. You can't, you can't really ask for anything more about the score. That's why I'm kind of shocked also on this game too because I was shocked this whole division round. I said for the Rams, I was shocked that two running backs from the Rams was able to bowl those all over the Cowboys. More shocked that Zika Elliott didn't even get past 50 yards. The Chiefs, um the Chiefs Colts game, I was surprised that the Colts didn't make the upset. The Chiefs really just spanked them and defensively they were they, they were looking better than any other team. This game, I'm shocked that this this was 20 to 14. I'm shocked that the Eagles is able to take that big lead that I think the Saints was going to come back, that's the Saints, they're at home. Drew Brees has never lost at home in the playoffs. It just doesn't happen. Anytime he loses, it's always on the road. He's 7-0 at home as a QB of the Saints. This team don't lose, period. And he wasn't planning on losing today, even though he was facing the the defending champions. This defense is still a top 10 defense, if not top 5. And you've got Nick Foles again back in the playoffs. Everybody knows what Nick Foles had done already. Nick Foles came down to the final seconds against that Bear team last week and was able to stretch it out and get that touchdown and get them up. You know, Bears came back, as we we said they would, and the defense came through when they needed to at clutch. This time around, Nick Foles, again, going for a second straight week. He's about to take this team to another touchdown and then it just that's as quick as we thought it was gonna be a touchdown. It would have been twenty-one to twenty. Drew Brees would have to go down the field. I'm not saying that he can't do it, because he's at home. As I said. I'm pretty sure he would have. He would have somehow set up the field goal. Most likely would have wanted, or most likely, defense catches him and that's about it. We could we survive for another day and we go to LA. Not, not that was that's not gonna happen. Overall, I think the the fact that this was 20 to 14, I can't complain about it. I'm mad that we didn't score no more points after that. We allowed the next three quarters not to score at all, and this 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 Saints defense, you gotta give them, we gotta give them props. They was able to really stop the Eagles from going off. Because if, they, if that wasn't the case, if it was like a regular Saints defense, because normally we look at Saints defense ever since Sean Payton and Drew Brees has been together, we know we know what it is. They haven't really stopped anybody. This season, they definitely got personnel around them to make this defense really a top two, if you want to be honest, in the, in the whole of football. They got a they got a well, a well balanced team also. Now, for once, more so than Drew Brees had ten years ago when he went into that Super Bowl run, when he didn't even have a defense at that time. It was just him and a couple other players, and he made it work. This time. You got yourself by far the best wide receiver. I believe in my eyes, he is the best wide receiver in football. Michael Thomas, he's only going to get better as the season progresses. You got you got a couple nice pieces around. You got Kamara and you got Ingram. Says Kamara's came to the burst out to the scene right now. He's now in his second year. He and Ingram has just went off. Two-headed monsters right now. Couple I said, couple of solid players on defense. And you still got Drew Brees still playing at a high level at 40 years old. We might have two 40 years old QBs going against each other in the Super Bowl. Both of the most former MVPs. I just this is this is gonna this is really gonna what's gonna what's what went down to was that play. Four minutes left in the game, maybe two. Eagles marching down the field as we all expected them to do eventually. Nick Foles is gonna snap it up. And after after as, as Jeffries caught it, or he thought he caught it. The ball slipped past his hands as if his hands was ghost. His hands was invisible. It was like almost as if it was t- it was the time of changing of the guards. It was almost as if No, Jeffries, it's not your time today. Your time was last year. This time is not your time and it just like it went past Lattimore. Lattimore is one of the best cover corners in football. Definitely maybe the best cornerback right now if we if we're not talking about Jalen Ramsey's, we're gonna talk about Lattimore. And he don't talk much than Ramseys also. Nonetheless, this was a complete this was like a, this was a this was a well this was a this was a good game, honestly. I expected the Saints to really put the beatings on the Eagles, and they, they didn't. They wasn't able to. Defense from the Eagles side was able to stop Drew Brees up to this point, allow him to get just two more field goals to put the score up to 20 to 14. For the most part, the Eagles was able to stop him when it was 14 to 10. They held on as best as they can, and then touchdown 17 to 14, and then a field goal. Which means the Eagles did what the, the defense and the Eagles did their job. They gave this offense a position to maybe take the lead or win this game. And that's all I that's all I wanted for. That's all I, that's all as a fan you as for an Eagles fan you asked for in this game. That's and you know that's all if you're talking about just a, a fan in general when you see a defense do their job and give the ball back to the offense to maybe make one magical run go down that field and get a touchdown. That's all you ask for at that point right now because you never know the circumstances of it. The Saints could have definitely ran the ball. They had Kamara and they had Ingram. They could have had one of those two run the ball for five, another four, hit the third down, miss it, maybe get the fourth down conversion and end the game. That wasn't the case. Defense did their job. Offense gets the ball back. And Nick Foles is about to throw another late quarter magic and he would have got that touchdown if Jeffries if Jeffries caught the ball, Less, I'm sorry, if he caught the ball, we probably were talking about a whole new ball game. And maybe the Saints do come back and win that game. But I'd rather have that been the case than this. I'd rather had that been the case, because at least at least you know that this that Nick Foles did everything in his power to give this team a chance, and it wasn't all on him. Nick Foles is Nick Foles two only two Nick Foles' only second only two losses in the playoffs all came against the Saints. So therefore he can't beat the Saints. And it all came down to little little plays also that was way out of his control. I don't blame Nick Foles for that, for that at all. Like I said, he threw it to the right guy. Jeffries was Jeffries didn't catch it. It It's just simple. Now what's gonna happen to Jeffries right now? Well not Jeffries Foles. Pretty simple, simple. I think that's it. The fact that Foles didn't even get that win against the Bears already sparked controversy. If we had got that win against the Saints, the beat a high power team like them, and then go to LA and somehow get a win against them also on the road, you have you have to look at it for what it is right now. It would have been crazy if Andy Reid his old team. It would have been crazy, but that's not going to happen, and that's probably, probably it's probably best it didn't happen. Overall, shout out to the Saints. The Saints defensively, you got to give them credit. They stopped this Eagles team after the first quarter. They made Nick Foles look pedestrian at this point right now, getting, up, getting two interceptions and just running him down all over the field. Yeah, it was just a, it was a crazy game from beginning to end. We didn't know how this game was going to go, and I'm shocked that it was the score. Um, where do the Eagles go from here? Well, one, Carson Wentz got to be healthy. For the last two straight years, Carson Wentz has not been healthy. Now with the season being over, Carson Wentz could recover with his back. Because he's got to get his back. His his back, you know, if it's going to be a, a situation with his back, you got to find out right now, is he, is he the best QB to even lead this team heading forward? I believe he is. But we don't. We got. We we got. We have to find out once. You know, once you know he's healthy. I hope. I, you know, he's already a year removed from the ACL tear, so next year he should be quicker than ever. Hopefully, if his back don't hurt, give him any discomfort, he should be fine, automatically. Nick Foles. You have to give. You gotta get. You gotta get something for him right now. You gotta at least get a first, or if not a second round pick for this man right now. At this point, he's done everything. That No, we, we expect from a regular QB, and he was a backup. The fact that he was able to pull it off is amazing, but you gotta get something, you gotta get something for him because you bring him back to the Eagles next year is gonna be a problem. This team is gonna be wanting Nick Foles to be the QB, and it's not that there's nothing wrong with Nick Foles, but as far as I thought his time with this team is up, retire his number. I listen, retire his number if that if you want to do that because I think he gave you your only Super Bowl. Who knows, you'll ever get, who knows if you ever get a Super Bowl again? I will hopefully, I will hope so if Carson Wentz could pull one without him being hurt. But we don't know. Saints, they're they at home. We'll talk about the Saints and the Rams in a little bit, and then we talk to we'll talk about one more game right now, which was also the was maybe the shock was the biggest shock of on every one of them because I didn't see this coming at all. That was I had an upset on that one and that didn't come out what I thought. We'll talk about it in the next segment. Now, I won't even get into the whole, I won't even make a 10 minute rant about this. I'll just say this out the way and get it just as quick as possible. What happened in this game between the Chargers and Patriots, especially on the Chargers' part, was really pathetic. You let the Patriots score five points off the beginning of the game from the first to second quarter. Five drives, five touchdowns. Sonny Michelle ran hell on that team for over 100 yards, three touchdowns. If you talk about a team that that was looking for a power running back... Peyton's got himself a power running back. I don't know how Bill Belichick be trying to be draft people, or scout people, but he is the master. He finds ways to discipline these guys around the system that he's pretty much believed in since coming up from Bill, Bella, Bill Parcell. Bill And he, also, and if anybody knows anything about bridging a team and you know putting the pieces together, is Bill Belichick. He's been the best in doing that. Even drafting in seven rounds, undrafted free agents, little side and trade deals, he's found ways to make this work for this Patriots team, and they've been the greatest dynasty ever since. 20 years of this dynasty, and they don't—they still—they're go, still going to eight conference finals, Super Bowls. What he and Tom Brady has been able to accomplish has truly been magnificent, incredibly magnificent. And when it's all said and done, like I said best quarterback ever, best coach ever, one of the greatest icons in our sports, period. So what they were able to accomplish shows that they can still, you know, despite the issues everybody kept saying about these two, the rift between them, Bill Belichick want to coach without Tom Brady, Tom Brady want to play without Bill Belichick. What, for what? Why break up something this good? 18 years and you haven't been able to complete one of the greatest d- dynasty ever, Five Super Bowls in 18 years. Eight, eight Super Bowl appearances since then. What, 11, maybe 12 conference finals appearances. 28 wins. 28 wins altogether, yeah. At the helm since most ever. There's no denying what this Patriots team has done. And the fact they was able to blow out the Chargers, who many expected, including myself, I thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl you got to tip your hat off. Phillip Rivers is 0-8 against Tom Brady. He's been sunned by this guy. Tom Brady's playing like a young boy, and Phillip Rivers is playing like an old man. This was Philip Rivers' chance to get to the Super Bowl. Yes, he had to go on the road, but at the same time, I feel like that Chargers team was the most balanced team in football. And the fact that they got annihilated the way they did, it was 35-7 to at halftime. The Patriots had to respect and put more points against them because if it was up to me, I'm for more points until the until the until they beat the horse dead. This was bad. I don't know where the shots go from here. I don't know what pieces do you need. I don't know what's gonna be what's gonna make Philip Rivers get past that hump. You know, especially now you start questioning him and his you no know, his Hall of Fame candidacy if he's even worthy of being a Hall of Fame. I, be, I believe he will be, but I felt like if he had won the Super Bowl, first ballot would have been a sure thing for him at this point. Now it's not. I hopefully he can. I think hopefully if he can start going, hopefully he gets back to the playoffs next year. Maybe it'll be a different story. Maybe they have more weapons. I think they may, they need more offensive weapons. Or maybe another another wide receiver could help. Maybe another tight end I, I don't know I think that team was the most complete team at this point of all the, four, of all the teams going into this or the, the playoffs the fact that they got beat up the way they got beat up makes you question can Phillip Rivers himself get over the hump not just beating Tom Brady but just getting to the Super Bowl at least it's, it's even now harder for me to call him the greatest QB or actually the greatest playing team history because I don't think he is I think you have to put a Danny Thompson still over him you got to put... I'll put Antonio Gates over him, Sorry, to be honest. And Dan Frouts, he took the team to the Super Bowl. Not... They didn't win it, but he took them to the Super Bowl. So he, he's still on top of that list. That's, that's the way I see it. But hopefully... You know, Cooler has prevailed and maybe Philip Rivers can get that one chance to be in the Super Bowl. He's playing along... He's in the era of him, Roethlisberger, and Manny. And Roethlisberger and Manny... They have they got two Super Bowl they got two Super Bowl win between them. Philip Rivers haven't even been in the playoff that many times like these two. So when it's all said and done, he might he'll have the numbers to have like a Hall of Fame career. But as far as that one championship, who knows? I think if he can just get to the Super Bowl, think that right there can say okay he did everything he can. Then he's guide his team. But until then, we don't know. He's borderline Hall of Famer at this point. And hopefully, he proved me wrong can get to the Super Bowl, but the way that this team played, it proved that this team was not ready. This team choked. The Patriots just manhandled them. They had two weeks to prepare against the Chargers team. And that's the, that's the, that's the biggest stack out of all the games I watched. Tom Brady proved for all the time that he can still play. When, it stacks, when the cards are stacked against Tom Brady, Tom Brady finds a way to deliver. And he didn't have to do much to this time around. He wasn't pedestrian. He got over 360 yards with a touchdown. But he was, he was cool, calm, and collective. The running game was fantastic. The backup running back, James White, was a wide receiver today, getting 15 catches, a playoff record for 97 yards. He was just catching anything that Tom Brady threw at him. He was his favorite target. And James White... When he catch the ball, he is he is he is their best wide receiver. As a running back, he goes off. So this team was multi-dimensional, and the defense they did they did everything they had to right now until the second half when it they pretty much it didn't matter right now. The defense have to do much. They most of their starters went down anyway, save their energy, get them for the next game. And I said, so you got your your, your regular starters getting some rest. You got your backups playing a little bit just to see how it goes. And now you had the KC, and we'll see what happens. Okay, so to finish this off, I want to, before I can post this up, I want to talk about the predictions. I was going to do it in a separate episode, but I figured since we're wrapping this up all into one, I'll say my predictions right now, between Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes, is this the official passing passing of the torch? No. Tom Brady's still got a couple more years left before he decides he want to give it up. And the way Tom Brady's playing right now, he had a okay year. Not great numbers, but, you know, this, because like I said, Tom Brady's never had great receivers around him. He's had solid receivers. He's made fantastic. And no, no, no difference here. Overall, I'm just going to keep it a wrap. I think the Chiefs will win this time around. As for NFC, I got the Saints. There's no way in hell St. Tom Drew Brees is going to be struggling like this. He struggled for the last seven weeks. I think Drew Brees will get off the Rams And they'll get the win. So Rams, I mean, not Rams, Saints will face the Chiefs in the Super Bowl in Minnesota. And I got to get the Chiefs. But that's one of my prediction, and that's about it.